0: And hello, welcome to Trivia Escape Pod. I'm Julia Sorensen, and we are broadcasting from the furthest regions of space.
1: I'm your co-host, Ross White. It's December 17th, 2019, and we are searching for a hospitable planet. But in the meantime, we have trivia questions about cartoons and animation, the Emmys, and popular apps, as well as a brand new movie and television round cooked up by our AI
0: Y'all, so get ready for this movie round, because in addition to that, we'll be asking trivia in four rounds, as Ross just described, to test knowledge and occasionally creative thinking.
1: This week's intro was Escape Pod, and it is the first theme song submitted by a former guest on the podcast. That was composed by Dan Spencer, who came aboard in episode 15. He beamed it over to us on a subspace communication frequency. Dan, thank you.
0: Dan, the man of many talents. I that was know. awesome. Uh, uh,
1: really freaking fantastic. I'm loving all this like,
0: user-generated content I for am us. too, but
1: I have bad news. That what? is a self-destructing MP3 file, so we will never, ever, ever no. be able to use it outside of this episode. Dan,
0: why did you use LimeWire? Uh,
1: <laughs> oh, it's bad. All right, look, Julia, we need to clear the air. We need to talk about some things. Yes. Last week... Lizzie Garcia was here, one of my favorite guests ever. Yes. And you took us into a dark, dark place.
0: Are you referring to um, the world of furry vengeance? I am. Yeah. So um, as a fun update for you guys, Google now thinks that that is like my favorite movie. I looked it up once. And now when I just pull up Google, it says searches related to your history. Like it automatically pulls this up. IMDb Furry Vengeance. Brendan Fraser, Furry Vengeance trailer, furry vengeance art.
1: I would be very concerned to see furry vengeance art.
0: I don't I don't want it. I
1: don't. I don't blame you. That I think movie's it would so be bad. bad. Oh, I think it would be awful. Um, so what have you been up to this week while well, you've been in stasis? Engineer Rachel had us uh completely knocked out for the last six days since since Lizzie left.
0: You know, I'm starting to wonder, do we need to be in this cryostasis or is she just fucking with us and doesn't don't want to deal with our shit for six days out of the week?
1: You know, here's the thing. Apparently, we've been on this escape pod for 38-plus years, and we've never aged, and she has aged. And somehow, we've entered a wormhole that has got us uh, in a whole new timeline where we're able to broadcast to an Earth that we thought had died. Um, but yeah, I, I actually kind of like the stasis, even though she will occasionally prank us. Because I have... I. I've had some pretty fantastic dreams while in stasis. Really? Well, so, you know, um, I had told our listeners some weeks ago that they could catch me in Nashville if uh, if they wanted to come see me do a reading. I got to read at Third Man Records, which is Jack White's record store in Nashville. And y'all, that was the coolest place I have ever been in my life. If you just sort of like, what would be the dream of a millionaire who's like, I'm going to build my own record studio slash performance space slash chill space slash bookstore whatever you're imagining add taxidermy and you've got third man (laughs) records it's unreal it is the coolest place i've ever been and every single detail in that space like means something it is so cool it's like i don't even have language for, for how cool it is um chet from third man books hooked us up to do this reading And was like the most amazing host. You guys, uh, if you have a chance to check out Third Man Records or Third Man Books, because they do these great books of poetry. And um, Chet, who runs Third Man Books, is like the nicest, coolest dude I've ever met in my freaking life.
0: That's awesome. And now by taxidermy, do you mean that there are taxidermy animals or are they hunting the most dangerous game?
1: Uh, (laughs) Well, so the weird thing is, so like I got to go hang out in the in the green room, um, which is like... A, an incredibly comfortable space. Mm-hmm. Um but there is this giant like um skull on a table out front. Um but we were told that we could not take pictures. Oh boo. Yeah. Um like that's just a space that is it's a it's a private space, right? Like it's a, it's a really sort of intimate space that everybody who performs there can kind of go hang in, but they just kind of don't want it to be seen worldwide um and so i feel like now i'm on the podcast like it was awesome but i can't point you to anything uh to tell you but so chet was saying that there was there was a period where uh you know ups or fedex would show up on the doorstep of third man records and there'd be this big box and they would they kind of were like inured to it so they were like oh man let's Go outside and see what taxidermy thing Jack has ordered to bring us. Um, but there's some really amazing stuff back there.
0: Cool shit.
1: Yeah, it's ah, wow.
0: Hey, um, Ross, I think I see something on the radar. it It seems to be a very uh, shiny, shimmery uh, escape pod. This is a,
1: this is the most fabulous escape pod I think we've ever seen on radar. We should probably perform the docking maneuver.
0: All right, I'll uh analyze passenger manifest. Why, Why am I hearing K-pop?
1: I'm hearing K-pop too. Like there is the sweet sounds of BTS blasting through our hull. Why don't we just go ahead and open the airlock?
0: And our guest today is a librarian, writer and fool and one of our personal favorite players at our weekly live shows please welcome Abigail Armstrong. Hey, what up, guys? Yo,
1: you're in space. We're so used to seeing you every Tuesday night at Linda's, and here you are. You
2: just it's couldn't get wild. enough of us. You I came know. to follow us. Also, I just want to let you guys know, um, it's pretty fucked up that you're in stasis all the time, because the amount of space pussy that I've been getting... <laughs> <laughs> Rachel you, wants it all to herself. That's should. her game.
1: You're like the Captain Kirk of 2019.
2: <laughs> I mean... I wouldn't say that, but I would agree with someone who has said it. So thank you. I feel like you're you're getting it from all
1: angles. You (laughs) must be Captain Kirk. And I mean all angles because there are some amazing alien races that we have met out here.
2: Oh, I'm sure. I mean, listen. I I have to agree. I have to agree. Okay. But would you fuck a man made of compost? I mean, it's actually going to be a hard no for me starting at man, so... that's it. Starting at the man part, it's already going to be a no.
3: (laughs) Oh, man. Sorry,
2: Swamp Dave. Dave. But but also, I I did want to say, I heard your intro song or something, like, on my way over... And holy shit, I wanted to throw my ass in a circle to that. That song
0: slaps.
1: Well, Dan Spencer, you have slapped an ass.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's like, why does my hand hurt? Wherever he is right now.
1: All right. So, Abigail, we have got to know. So, uh, normally we see you Tuesday nights. You are possibly one of the all-time greats of answering trivia questions (laughs) while drunk well, in bars and often getting them wrong but uh amusing us. Um, but how did you get into space
2: um a great question uh i think that i just talked about it so much that eventually i was in fact just shot up here um i love the moon so i assume that somebody was like Abigail talks about space all the fucking time. Maybe we should just launch her up.
1: Let's talk a little bit about the moon. Because I'll be honest. Yes, I feel let's. like the moon is a, kind of like a creepy motherfucker watching me Hold every night. Hold on. He's the, always up there. No,
2: no. Uh, first off, the moon is a The sheath. moon is a lesbian. I oh. just need to make that clear. Well, and the, the moon sun, is
1: butch then. And that's we, why I, mean, I misunderstood. Yes,
2: yes. The, the gender presentation, it gets a little fucky. But the moon is a lesbian and the sun is an asshole cis man who will always irritate me every morning and also every time I get a sunburn. So (laughs) it's the patriarchy, I think. That's my hot take of the day. The sun is the patriarchy. (laughs) The sun represents the patriarchy. The moon is the only um, astral being that I trust with my whole heart. Not
0: even Venus. Eh, Venus is fine. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Abigail, you ready to go over our rules with us? I mean, sure. All right. So, we have provided you with a pen and paper, and we are going to ask you some questions. Now, our intelligence scanners will give you points for each answer you get right, but as you know from our weekly shows, uh, the AI has a sense of asshole humor, so in addition to correct answers, it gives uh, points for funny answers as well. So, if you know you're going to be wrong be funny and thank god for that because that saved my
1: ass speaking of asshole humor though spock just came up through the bulkhead wearing a moon costume (gasps) and is now looking at you like hey yo Uh, are you gonna fall for this shit
2: i but but i do love the moon so (laughs) this this cat
1: he's banking on that
2: don't make me call you brendan Fraser. (laughs) don't go upon some furry vengeance I'm very against furries. I want to make that clear. (laughs) My anti-furry agenda is long and (laughs) historied. I'll have you know look at my record it never lies <laughs> i am
1: so sorry to report that all of our listeners are furries every last oh, one
2: especially the ones in
0: sweden who put us on their game record
1: oh we're, this this is true so we are going to probably talk about that for the next six weeks that we have charted in one country it kills it me it's so
2: funny <laughs> wow sweden full of furries who knew <laughs> full of furries.
1: Oh, chock yeah. full of them oh yeah so many furries <laughs>
0: Uh so Abigail as you know our round 1 is uh always a general trivia round. So we are going to ask you all the questions uh so we can have the listeners some time to play along for themselves and then we will go back to question 1 and give you the answers. Right. Sound clear? Yep. All Let's right.
1: Question number 1. Sancho Panza and Dulcinea are supporting characters in a work by Cervantes. What is the name of the main character?
0: Brendan
1: Fraser. <laughs> it's not Brendan Fraser. <laughs> And if Okay, Brendan fine. Fraser... Shrek. <laughs> okay, it was Shrek. <laughs> well, no, I guess there's no reason to ask that question. So let's just move Sorry, on. Sorry, spoilers. To two,
2: Ugh, God damn it. I got that one. <laughs> <laughs> I always get Shrek questions, right?
0: <laughs> number two um, I will name a television show and you tell me the actress who won an Emmy Award for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Comedy Series okay. for that show. All right. And there are four parts to this. Uh, and,
1: and one of them is so not a comedy series, but we'll get to that.
0: Ooh. (laughs) 2A, Nurse Jackie. 2B, Fleabag. 2C, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And I love your facial reactions to all of these.
2: And (laughs) 2D, Desperate Housewives.
1: Desperate Housewives as a comedy? Really? (laughs) We're going to go there?
2: And wow, another hot take from Ross. See, I always
0: get Desperate Housewives mixed up with real housewives.
1: Oh, I might be doing the same thing, actually. No, I don't think Desperate Housewives was a comedy. Desperate
2: Housewives is the one where they have a lot of evil, aren't they? I think
1: Real Housewives has that too, well, though. <laughs> so it's hard to distinguish. <laughs> that's, well, that's so fair. That's Desperate Real Housewives of Orange County. Yes, and it, it has uh, scripting and evil. Uh. Oh, wait, no, so does Real Housewives. <laughs> they are hard to tell apart.
2: Wow. Well, are they the same show?
0: Conspiracy theory. Andy Andy Cohen, did you just direct Desperate Housewives?
1: (laughs) Number three is a four-part question, and all of these answers describe chess pieces. Oh, boy. 3A, a black bird. 3B, Freddie Mercury's band. 3C is the name of an android in the movie Aliens. And 3D, a shop where you can get money for your goods and then reclaim them later.
0: I don't know if that's what the function of that kind of shop was.
1: Well, I don't think it happens very much. Uh, <laughs> Abigail, big chess player.
2: Oh, avid. You... I love to move pieces on a board. Um, I love it when the king has one move. Can It can move only once?
0: Yes.
1: That's right. Well, yes. it can move
2: one square. It's not that it can move once the whole game. Uh, yes, I. Mm-hmm. that's what I meant, clearly.
1: Um, <laughs> so basically, we're talking to Bobby Fisher over here. <laughs> yeah, okay. I know
2: nothing. <laughs> I'm just
0: a fool. <laughs> uh, number four. In 1855, Englishman Frederick Walton happened to notice the rubbery, flexible skin of solidified oh. linseed oil... <laughs> Get your sorry. mind out of the gutter. I'm so sorry.
2: Continue. Continue. <laughs> of solidified linseed oil. Really?
1: Had... <laughs> that's where you go with your rubbery, flexible skin? I You're... don't
2: know what the question is, but the answer that I'm writing down right now, I will not change it, is dildo. <laughs> Do continue.
1: <laughs> we
0: well, Let's Russ, she, she already got it right.
2: <laughs> yes, I nailed it.
0: All right. T- from the top. In 1855, Englishman Frederick Walton happened to notice the rubbery, flexible skin of solidified linseed oil. That had formed on a can of oil based paint. Which popular flooring material had he developed?
1: A floor full of dildos. Mm-hmm.
0: See, it's like when you make furniture or uh floor tiling out of pennies. You just flatten a bunch of dildos. Sure. I I think that,
2: that is correct.
1: Just don't I'm quite familiar. Don't change that answer at all. Oh,
2: I I'm not planning on it.
1: <laughs> Number five, Abigail. Famous voices. I'll name a character you tell me the name of the voice actor who portrays him. Mm. 5A is Ted the Teddy Bear from the movie Ted and Ted 2. 5B is Bart Simpson. 5C, Darth Vader. And 5D, Buzz Lightyear.
2: Oh, my God. I'm so dumb.
1: <laughs> no, there's really no good reason to know that because the voice actor oh, wait, is oh, wait. the worst.
2: Hold on. Oh, I think I got him. <laughs> Ooh, I think I got him. You nailed him. You got him. Well, I don't mean, don't we'll nail see. him. <laughs> oh, I. W-
1: it's no, I get it. <laughs> nail him. I, it's, it's a pun. <laughs> to, I get to the
2: wall it. with my scathing indictment there of it his is. politics.
1: There, thank you. Oh, nailed oh, oh it. you've definitely got it. <laughs>
2: yeah, I think I think I I think I remembered.
0: <laughs> Number six. Uh, Which is the last question of our general trivia round. In which century do most steampunk science fiction stories take place? Oh,
2: my God. Are you asking me this because I'm a fucking nerd? Maybe. Steampunk. As if we ourselves are not nerds.
1: Not (laughs) nerds at all over here. Uh, We're just flying through space in an escape pod with an AI that's a nerd. That's all it is. (laughs) And a cat who's a nerd and an engineer who's not a nerd but is cruel to us. Yes. I wonder what she is doing right now. She, she was very quiet. We took a long hiatus uh, before last week's episode. She did not alter us physically in any way. Um, She did not play any pranks of any sort. And then, you know, this week I feel fine. Uh, I have no tentacles of note.
0: (laughs) I am. I'm suspicious about what will happen around Christmas time though, because I've seen in her surge history for peloton bikes oh no okay i've been seeing that word everywhere
2: i don't know what it means
0: uh it's a brand of exercise bike and it's been being roasted for a really stupid ad that it had like the ad itself wasn't bad but twitter just had a field day with it it's like this husband surprises his wife on christmas with an exercise bike (laughs) And so she, like, documents, like, a full year of her doing it. Just like, all right, waking up at 6 a.m., let's do this. She looks, like, terrified the whole time. Oh, no. And, like, there's, like, so many parodies. Like, oh, you got me a Peloton? That's that's great. What fucker gets his wife a stationary bike for Christmas?
2: Wow. What are you trying to say? Heterosexuality really is a disease. Uh,
1: <laughs> Merry <laughs> Christmas, fatty.
2: <laughs> Literally, like, come on, you fat bitch. Get on this bike. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Ooh, couldn't be me. So yeah, we'll see who have what Rachel has in store for us regarding Peloton bikes. Oh my
1: God, if, if we wake up next week and she's just uh lording over us saying, "Ride it." I am not I'm not in.
2: Then oh. she's not talking about the space bike. She's talking about the floor of dildos that she's going to provide you guys with. <laughs> Congratulations, you've won. <laughs> oh, what are these like little foot massagers? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's exactly what
0: they Go are. ahead and walk on them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> number one, Sancho Panza and Dulcinea are supporting characters in a work by Cervantes. What is the name of the main character? Um, I put Don Quixote. Yeah, that's, that's correct. correct. Did I get it right? You did. <gasps> I
2: was an English major.
1: Can you tell? 50 points for you. All right. Number
0: two, I told you a television show and you had to tell me the actress who won an Emmy Award for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Comedy Series for that show. 2a Nurse Jackie,
2: Reba McIntyre. Mm, nope, we're looking for.
1: E- <laughs> it would have been such a good show <laughs> if it had been Reba. We're looking
2: for Edie Falco. Oh, God damn it! I actually like her. <laughs> Trash. Uh, 2b Fleabag. Uh, her Christian name is Phoebe Waller Bridge, but yes. I refer to her as my wife. My
0: wife. <laughs> I love her. Uh, 2c The marvelous Miss Maisel.
2: Oh, oh! I did. I put down a. A blank because I was like, I watched that show for a little bit and then I forgot her name.
0: (laughs) Uh, The answer is Rachel Brosnahan. Oh. Is that how you say it?
1: I think Brosnahan is right. Yeah. Uh,
0: And 2D uh, uh, Desperate Housewives. Eva Longoria. We were looking for Felicity Huffman. Oh. Wow, I can't pronounce shit tonight. Yeah, Damn, that bitch that that got arrested.
1: Been in the headlines for some other reasons of late. Number three, all of these answers describe chess pieces. 3A is a black bird. Rook. That is correct. 3B, Freddie Mercury's band.
2: I put queen.
1: That, That is the right thing to put. Yes. 3C, an android in the movie Aliens.
2: I got data. I don't think that's right, but I love him.
1: It's uh, the data piece moves diagonally. That's right. No, the correct answer is Bishop. And 3D, a shop where you can get money for your goods and then reclaim them later. Castle? (laughs) Castle? I don't know. No, that's a pawn shop.
2: Oh, oh, goddammit. <laughs> yes, my lord, may I please take back my sheep when I can pay it off again? I put consignment, question mark, question mark, and then was like, that's wrong, just guess castle.
0: <laughs> now, I miss her. Did she get uh, A right on that one? Did she get rook?
2: She did, Okay, yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, I play that card game with my grandma all the time. <laughs> I'm really good at it.
1: Number four in 1855, Englishman Frederick Walton happened to notice the rubbery, flexible skin mm. of solidified linseed oil that mm. had formed on a can of oil-based paint. What popular flooring material had he developed?
2: It's going to be dildos. Uh, I'm going to go with dildos for 400. Hours. And you
0: are correct. Nope. Yes. Uh, uh, we were looking for linoleum. That would make sense.
2: I'm but, putting a check mark by that though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for the pride. <laughs> uh, for these famous voices, we named the character, and you had to tell us the voice actor who portrays them. Um, 5A is Ted the Teddy Bear from Ted.
2: All I got was Ted Bundy. I don't yeah. think that's right,
0: though. Uh, no, but I could see this guy Wait, weirdly oh, voicing Ted it, Bundy.
2: Hold on. <laughs> Wait, is this the that movie with Mark Wahlberg? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh, is it uh, that man? The man who did South Park? Seth, Seth Mac... McFarlane
0: yes you got his name but I don't think he did South Park no, he, he does family, family Guy, guy. oh yeah.
2: rip sorry what? you got, you got the character the, the right. actor though so that's what we wanted oh
1: nice 5B is Bart Simpson
2: it's a woman it is but I don't know her name
1: that is Nancy Cartwright
2: whoops also at Disney Plus I
0: have been binging all of the Simpsons all 31 seasons it has been a great time
2: I have never watched
0: oh so good
2: uh, 5C Darth Vader James Earl Jones
0: I did not know this. That is correct, but I did not know this until this very minute.
1: you never heard Darth Vader say, Simba.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, but I wish. It
1: happens repeatedly uh, in episode 10.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's where I went wrong. Yeah. Um, and then 5D, Buzz Lightyear. It's Tim
2: Allen, that dick.
1: That He's, is correct. He sucks now. You also could have answered, a floor made of dildos.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that would have been correct unlubed tragically
1: (laughs) number six in which century do most steampunk science fiction stories take place
2: the 1900s because it's the industrial revolution or is it the 1800s it's 19th century yeah so
0: therefore 1800s that's how that works right yeah that is right i think i got that one wrong
1: (laughs) unfortunately you did but you did get a good number right And Julia, what is Abigail's score after one round?
0: After round one, we have 350 points on the board. (laughs) Embarrassing.
1: (laughs) Not embarrassing at all. But round two is going to be a little bit more difficult, Abigail. We have got six questions about cartoons and animation.
2: Well, I'm a huge weeb, so hopefully I'll get some right.
1: Well, let's see how you do. Question number one, which 2007 cartoon series follows an aspiring young chef apprentice and his day-to-day adventures in Chef Mung Dahl's catering company?
2: I think I know this one, but I don't think I'm allowed to say it yet. Not yet. This show kind of weirded me out as a kid. I'm going
0: to be real. Oh, it's very strange. It's very surreal. Um, Number two, uh, this has four parts to it. I will name some cartoon kids... You tell me what cartoon they were on. 2A, Judy and Elroy. 2B, Pebbles and Bam Bam. 2C, Tina, Jean, and Louise. And 2D, Danny, Sam, and
1: Tucker.
2: Oh, hell yeah. Y'all hell know yeah. I, Y'all know I got this one. Hell yeah. Number three...
1: I'll name a cartoon, Abigail. I want you to tell me the main villain on that cartoon. All right, let's there get may it. be others, but I want the main villain. Uh, so number three, A Frisky Dingo, is the cartoon.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. Is this just a spinoff of Furry Vengeance, or <laughs> unfortunately, like the, yes, it is. Like the porn one, though.
1: It's that's exactly what uh, wait, it
2: Wait, so Furry Vengeance isn't meant to be
0: a porn? It it's a, really it's is a badge porn. Actually. So it really is just a bad movie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 3B, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe.
2: Nice.
1: 3C, Powerpuff Girls. And 3D, Invader Zim. I got to admit, okay, so we we asked this question in a live show for, uh, it was a private show, so Abigail was not there and was unable to hear it. So <laughs> many people have not seen the cartoon Frisky Dingo, and it sounds like you also have not.
0: I have yet. never Gotten heard of it. Nothing.
1: Y'all, it is one of the great cartoons ever made. It's the the crew that made Archer before they made Archer. Oh,
0: oh. So it's not for children. It's
1: not for kids. Okay. And it's amazing. It's so good.
2: Hmm. We'll look into that. I yeah. always love weird animation that sounds i mean again i just can't get past the it is something that would be titled in porn absolutely (laughs) yeah that's true all right (laughs) thank you i just needed the acknowledgement ready for number four
1: yeah
0: chirp and quack accompany the titular character on which animated series narrated by joan cusack
1: I love me some Joan Cusack.
2: She's great. She's really wonderful. I have no idea what the answer to that is, but I love her. So I hope she I hope she gets her coin from it.
1: Me too. <laughs> Question number five. I'll name a cartoon character. You tell me if it's voiced by a man or a woman. Which you've already done for Bart Simpson, so thank you. Uh, <laughs> hey, nailed it. Number five. A. Ben Tennyson from Ben 10. Five. B. Dexter from Dexter's Laboratory. 5C, Ash Ketchum from Pokemon.
2: Love that little bitch.
1: 5D, Jimmy Neutron from Jimmy Neutron. 5E, Bobby on King of the Hill. And 5F actually was Bart Simpson, which you have already correctly identified. So you got 50 points for that. Hell yeah. Yeah.
2: Crushing. Also, I loved Ben 10. That was like a Cartoon Network show. That little... Listen, Ben 10, I was like... I don't know. I was having some some like gender feelings and I was like, <laughs> "Benton is just a butch lesbian doing his fucking best in the world, <laughs> trying to make it work. do I love I, that?
0: I don't think I ever thought of it in that context. But, you know, I stand. I, I vibe with it. <laughs> that haircut. Come on. <laughs> come
2: on. But don't
0: like all 10 year old boys have that haircut? Yes. And so
2: do all butch women.
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll say it. <laughs> Number six. Which animated series was made from footage from a 30-year-old cartoon, rewritten with new dialogue, and featured characters like Murphy, Sparks, Stormy, and Dolphin Boy? What is this?
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: It might actually be the same people who did Frisky Dingo. (laughs) Oh my god.
2: This is a question for old people. I'm just a youth. I don't have any idea.
0: We are youths. Well, let's find out the
1: answers to this round.
0: Uh, Number one, uh, which 2007 cartoon series follows an aspiring young chef apprentice and his day-to-day adventures in Chef Mong Dolls Catering Company? Chowder. Yes, it is Chowder. My little brother.
2: Very surreal, weird show. Yeah, my little brother loves that show, and I just didn't get it. Maybe I'm too old for that.
0: I don't know. Yeah, I felt the. I felt the same way I did about it with Misadventures of Flapjack*, and that just something about it felt wrong.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't know.
0: It was like kind of weirdly creepy while trying to be sweet. I don't know,
2: give me weird vibes. I don't know, give me adventure time any day, Hell and I'll, yeah. I'll take the weird sweet
1: mm-hmm. that the weird sweet combo. Number two, I'll name some cartoon kids. You tell me what cartoon they were on. Two A, Judy and Elroy.
2: The Jetsons.
1: Correct. Two B, Pebbles and Bam Bam.
2: Flintstones.
1: That is worth 50 points to see Tina, Gene, and Louise.
2: Bob's burgers. I love
1: you just you clutched your heart well, as that, you sat That's because
2: those are also my kids. Um, <laughs> and I really identify as a combo of Gene and Louise in a very weird way. And I really love that.
1: Oddly enough, I identify as a combo of Tina and Tina. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. So yeah. that really tracks for
0: you. I've just yeah accepted that i'm linda
2: oh i was gonna say absolutely
0: 100, uh, absolutely like i <laughs> like uh ryan and i were watching the show and linda was like singing along like drinking wine or something and i just paused and i'm like i hope you realize it's gonna be me once we're
2: married and he was like yep i'm ready for it <laughs> that's beautiful <laughs> i love that
1: 2d danny sam and tucker
2: danny phantom y'all Hell when i tell yes. you that my sexual awakening was partially sparked by sam on danny <laughs> phantom I'm not kidding.
0: Have, did you see that tweet going around? It was like the, the 90s kid lesbian starter pack. And it was Sam from Danny Phantom. Shego. Shigo, And uh, Gwen from Total Drama
2: Island. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> need to be called out that hard, but I really was. There was one more on it. I can't remember what the fourth one was. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, mean, I mean, they're all accurate, <laughs> unfortunately. Oh, it was probably Misty from Pokemon. Whew. No,
0: it was another like a, Gothish chick like it was in the same vein of those characters i love i love <laughs> sam uh which one were we on uh number three uh i will name the cartoon and you tell me the main villain uh 3a frisky dingo horny wolf dog <laughs> i think
2: that's right
1: the correct answer is kill face well so i think sort of the same thing
2: <laughs> <laughs> horny wolf dog is more accurate i think
1: Go uh, watch Frisky Dingo. You are gonna thank me. All
2: right, all right. I'm making a note yeah. right here. Three uh, B, He Man, Skeletor. Yeah, correct.
1: Three C, the Powerpuff Girls,
0: Mojo Jojo. Accurate. See, if I presented that question, I don't know which villain I would pick because there are like so many different villains. Like Mojo is the main one, but I'd be like, I don't know him. Oh, I love him.
2: <laughs> yes, my flamboyant devil person. Whatever he is, non-binary. I don't know the non-binary term for king or queen, ruler. Yes, I'll sovereign. Th- yes, yes, yes.
0: And uh, last one is Invader Zim.
2: Well, so Zim is like the villain, right? Yes. And then, yeah, I put Zim. Yes, that is correct. Oh, yes.
1: We all we would have accepted the name of his antagonist, but we would have done so grudgingly because Zim <laughs> is totally the
2: villain. But grudgingly,
1: yeah. But yeah, Dib would have been a correct answer. Oh, okay. Technically, here, I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, guess.
2: they're both little idiots, so.
1: Number four, Chirp and Quack accompany the titular character on which animated series, narrated by Joan Cusack?
2: Must love dogs.
1: Uh, No, I'm sorry. It was Shameless. No, I'm kidding.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You're
2: like, your eyes just lit. (laughs) I was like, I know that's Emmy Rosen. Don't fucking try me.
1: It was Peep and the Big Wide World. That's, it might be Canadian.
0: That's beyond me. Yeah. Uh, Number five, we named a cartoon character you had to tell, if, tell us if it was voiced by a man or a woman. Uh, 5A, Ben Tennyson.
2: A woman. Correct. Again, probably why I got lesbian vibes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 5B, Dexter from Dexter's Lab. Also a woman.
0: Yes, indeedy. Uh, 5C, Ash Ketchum. Also a woman. Yes. <laughs> 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 Women rule the world. 5D, Jimmy Neutron. Also,
2: also a woman. Yes, indeedy. Uh, 5E, Bobby on King of the Hill. See, I was half and half on this one, but then I went with woman. Yes. Yes.
1: That's correct. That's actress uh, Pamela Adlin. Who oh. shows up on all kinds of things. I did not realize that's who that was.
2: Mm-hmm. Wild.
1: Yeah, kind of brilliant. And then you had already gotten Bart Simpson. So you got 50 <laughs> points just for that. Uh, yes. For answering a question. Actually, before it was asked, you probably get 100 points for that. Oh
2: my God, I agree.
1: Number six, which animated series was made from footage from a 30-year-old cartoon rewritten with new dialogue and featured characters like Murphy, Sparks, Stormy, and Dolphin Boy?
2: I mean, I really, I really got nothing for this one, um, so I put down Aquaman, but I don't think that's right.
1: That's actually kind of close, because uh, oh. the animation style sort of looks like uh, the old Super Friends Aquaman, but it's C-Lab 2021.
2: What yeah. is that? That's
1: an old Adult Swim show. Ugh, trying to trip me up. Mm, sorry about that. But you did really well in that round. Let's find out how many points you have got right now.
0: Uh, Abigail, you have an awesome 1150. A- crushing it! Yeah.
1: And Julia, I'm looking over at your screen. Did I just see like a hundred pictures of Killface from Frisky <laughs> yeah. Dingo?
0: I was curious about. I I, I did just typed in Frisky Dingo. I didn't even type in Killface. Yeah. And you risked
2: typing in the words Frisky Dingo. Oh God! God you're bless so right. You. God first, bless. You. First,
0: very vengeance, and now this. My Google. child. My algorithms are ruined. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I was just curious about what the animation style looked like. And yeah, it's basically Archer style wise. Ah,
2: interesting. It,
1: it, yeah, it really is Archer without H. John Benjamin and with the greatest villain in all of cartoons.
2: <laughs> of course, yeah. horny wolf dog.
1: Love, Love that villain. Love me some Killface, a.k.a. Horny wolf dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> this seems like a really good time for us to take a break. Our food replicator can probably whip up uh, another one of those coconut mango hard seltzers that you like so much. Hey, and, hit me with it. And we'll be right back with a little bit more trivia escape pod. <laughs>
0: we are back with more of your favorite space pod trivia podcast because you know there's so many out there um guys if you like our show please help us out by leaving us a review or telling a friend to subscribe to us on apple podcasts stitcher spotify google play or visit us at triviaescapepod.com every time you refer a friend to the podcast you are helping us to ensure that we continue to make great content
1: Abigail, you are crushing it so far. We are going to test that brain of yours in ways it's never been tested before. In our movie round, this is a brand new round. We have never done this before. I'm nervous. And we may never do this again. (laughs) I'm terrified. Based on the reaction. It's a science fiction movie round.
2: Oh, well, I love science fiction.
1: And in this round, it's a Dear Diary round as well. I'm going to read a fake diary entry. And that diary entry is from the perspective of a character in a sci-fi movie or television show.
2: Okay, movie or TV?
1: Movie or TV. But the diary entry will be written from the perspective of that character as a bratty teenager. God,
2: I love bratty teens. <laughs> well, they terrify me, but they're cool.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, this is this is right up your alley. So uh, we've got seven of these. Here is diary entry number one. Dear Diary, I've just seen a hologram of a beautiful princess, and now I have this undeniable hankering for Cinnabon. I think I'll run down to the Tachi Mall and grab some power converters after I hit the food court. (laughs) So that is a movie or a television show.
2: Oh,
0: my God. I can tell you were just so excited to do that voice.
1: I was. uh, In fact, uh, dear listeners, I have asked Julie if I can do the first three because I... (laughs) Love doing bratty teenager diary voice. Number two, Abigail. (laughs) Dear diary, ever since I was injured in combat, I've been really depressed. Seriously, these days, it feels like every time I wake up, I'm blue. (laughs) That was not as much brattiness on the teen side, but the the
2: angsty. Yeah. yeah. The angsty was there. It's like, it's very Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, where he's like really going through it, but also he's a traumatized 15 year old child. So it's like, I can't be too mad about him being bratty. Mm -hmm.
1: Legit. Here's number three, and I'm going to go whole brat on you now. Nice. Dear Diary, dad was a total jerk to me today. He spends. All day hanging out with the president. And then when he comes out of his fracking room, he's all grouchy. I asked him if I could get the keys to the Viper. And he was like, no way. Last time you drove that, you took it all the way to Starbucks and you didn't fill up the tank.
2: (laughs) Wow. Um, do you have a career in voice acting ahead of you, but exclusively for bratty teens? Yeah. Yes. Cartoon very, bratty teen. Very typecast. Because
1: <laughs> uh, my voice sounds like that of a cartoon bratty teen.
2: Wow, you're so right. Yeah. Women, Your niche. You found it.
0: Women can take all of the young child characters, and then Ross will take the adolescents. Um, number four. Dear Diary, I'm really confused. I've always sought companionship from women. But I wonder if I'm starting to identify as a woman myself, and I feel bad for not knowing. I'm old
2: enough to know better.
1: Oh my god! Aww. Somebody else has got the bratty teen voice oh my going god, on.
2: Julia, fucking crushing. <laughs> well, I gotta be honest though. I'm gonna be trash at this round. I'm I'm mostly just appreciating the voices, and everything else is going over my head. Also, fun fact, a voice actor was definitely like a
0: dream career of mine until I realized I can't act.
2: But you have (laughs) such a good voice. (laughs)
0: Perfect. Uh, Yeah, I used to freak people out by like, I could do a good Elmo and I could do like a good like tittering Snow White.
1: (laughs) Would you please? Okay, so Abigail, number five has nothing to do with Elmo, but I'm going to ask Julia to read number five (gasps) in the voice of Elmo.
0: Okay, I'm gonna try. It could be bad. I'm (laughs) rusty. I'm gonna try. All right, let me just glance over it. Dear
3: Diary, I woke up feeling refreshed today. I decided not to ride saddle da- side saddle to town. I've never done that before.
0: This sucks already.
3: <laughs> then I got shot. <laughs> Dear Diary, I-, <laughs> I woke up feeling energized today. I decided I wouldn't ride... Wait.
0: Yeah, is it, is yeah, it supposed to be just... Yeah,
3: oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I decided I wouldn't ride saddle de- side saddle town. I
0: can't read for shit.
3: <laughs> I haven't done that before. Then a guy in black in a black hat shot me. <laughs> I love Elmo. Then I got shot.
2: Yay!
1: I love hearing Elmo get shot. <laughs>
2: it's my it is my favorite thing. So love that.
1: Can I have number six?
2: Please do. I need a recharge.
1: <laughs> number six. Dear Diary, met a new guy today, and he's dreamy. We walked the city streets for a while, and I was so into it, I was practically upside down. At the end of the day, we did a limbo with the whole party.
0: (laughs) All right, number seven. Dear Diary, the rest of the family is ignoring me, so I'm stuck hanging out with old Rust Bucket. Boring. We threw a baseball around for a while. Then that doctor came by and said, certainly I could trust her because of Medicare for all. So I told her all of my secrets. I'm sure she won't use them against me.
2: (laughs) Wow, these kids are dumb as
1: (laughs) hell. They are teenagers.
2: (laughs) Actually, could I request number four again? Is that allowed? Yeah, Dear
0: Diary... I'm really confused. I've always sought companionship from women, but I wonder if I'm starting to identify as a woman myself. And I feel bad for not knowing. I'm old enough to know better.
2: I feel like I should definitely know this one.
0: <laughs> Rip. Are, are you ready to discuss the answers with us? Or you want a little more thinking
2: time? I mean, let's let's just go for it. All right.
1: So tell us the sci-fi movie or television show these diary entries are from. Number one. Dear Diary, I've just seen a hologram of a beautiful princess, and now I have this undeniable hankering for Cinnabon. I think I'll run down to the Tachi Mall and grab some power converters after I hit the food court.
2: Um, That's, of course, gay king Luke Skywalker speaking. (laughs) Um, And that would be Star Wars. The first one. That is correct. Um, are these worth fifty points, Ross? Um, I think they should I think be, there should be a hundred well, 100 points. 100 points. Personally. Sure. sure, why not? I am going with hundred. Glad I checked.
1: Number two. Dear Diary. Ever <sighs> since I was injured in combat, I've been really depressed. Seriously. These days, it feels like every time I wake up, I'm blue.
2: I put Watchmen. I feel like that's oh, more of a superhero show than a- That's such
1: a good guess. The correct answer was Avatar. Oh, boo. <laughs> if it's not Avatar The Last Airbender, then I
2: don't acknowledge it in the Avatar family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wonder if Toph was the other one in that lesbian starter pack. <gasps> you know what? That bitch is a bit. It might have bin. been Toph. <laughs> I love her.
1: <laughs> Number three dear diary dad was a total jerk to me today he spends all day hanging out with the president and then when he comes out of his fracking room he's all grouchy i asked him if i could get the keys to the viper and he was like no way the last time you drove that you took it all the way to starbucks but didn't fill up the tank
2: i put back to the future like that's wrong
1: you feel correctly that's wrong that is battlestar galactica
2: oh i've actually never watched battlestar galactica um there's
1: th- a whole portlandia episode don't drag me. that is like nothing to you now
2: oh r.i.p <laughs> so sorry you gotta
1: watch battlestar galactica it's,
2: it's on my list it's a real. so are a million other things but we'll see
1: here's number four
0: uh, dear Diary, I'm really confused. I've always sought companionship from women, but I wonder if I'm starting to identify as a woman myself, and I feel bad for not knowing. I'm old enough to know
2: better. I put the L word. <laughs> I don't think that's
1: One right One of the either. finest sci-fi shows it's ever. It's an
2: incredible piece of science fiction media. Everyone should yes. tune in. Uh, we were looking for Doctor Who. <laughs> oh, God, damn it! <laughs>
0: Boo! I should have got that one. <laughs> Number five, do you want me to do the Elmo again or just
2: read it normally? I would actually prefer the Elmo. <laughs> you prefer the, Okay,
0: now that I know that it's meant to repeat, I can do it better.
2: Dear Diary, <laughs> I woke up feeling refreshed today.
3: I decided not to ride sa- side saddle to town. I have never done that before. Then I got shot. Dear Diary, I woke up feeling energized today. I decided I wouldn't ride side saddle to town. I haven't done that before. <laughs> a guy in a black hat shot me. La, 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 la. <laughs>
2: Elmo's World. <laughs> Is the answer Elmo's World? God damn it. The best sci-fi. <laughs> so so I'm really dragging myself. I can't remember the name of the show, but it's on HBO. It has Evan Rachel Wood and also Tessa Thompson and also a bunch of other people. And it starts with the letter W. It's Westworld. Okay. Yes, you it's, got it. it. It's come to me. It's come to me. <laughs> yeah. I knew I would get it as I was speaking, or as soon as you told me, then I would remember. <laughs> Nailed it. Number la, six. La, la, la. Oh, God. La, 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 la. Okay, you know what? I take it back. Please, please
1: stop. Please stop. That's it. I got
2: out of my system. That's going to haunt my nightmares now. <laughs> la, 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 la. Oh, God. <laughs>
1: Number six. Dear Diary, met a new guy today, and he's dreamy. We walked the city streets for a while, and I was so into it, I was practically upside down. At the end of the day, we did a limbo with the whole party.
2: I put Jupiter Ascending. Oh,
1: but- you're going to be mad, because I think that this is a movie you really like.
2: Wait, hold on. Upside down. Is that a big clue? That one's, A limbo.
1: That one's... The hold limbo's on. a big clue. Hold on. And...
2: In- um, 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 oh, um that um, guy um. is
1: dreamy
2: that guy is dreamy what hold hold the phone meta a new guy meta meta what
1: no meta. i don't know what that means
0: hold on did you not put that as a clue intentionally
1: no it's just mm. a, oh that's just a typo just, yeah
2: <laughs> well i got nothing
1: For i me, thought yeah. it was
0: just i thought i was just saying that the movie was meta
1: no it's inception
2: oh god damn it <laughs> <laughs> wow i am upset with myself on that one then the amount the because you've talked about loving that movie the before, sheer too. amount of fan fiction about that film that i have consumed is a crime <laughs> and to not get it right i really thought meta oh, was part no. of the clue well, oh, oh dreamy oh you motherfucker
1: <laughs> and come on a limbo Okay, yeah well, I there mean there's uh, so many clothes in there. yeah, right. you know what
2: <laughs> I, I'm really I'm really showing my whole ass here. I, I'm, I'm truly not doing great. All right, let's move on to number seven, which is
0: the last one. Dear diary, the rest of the family is ignoring me, so I'm stuck hanging with old Rust bucket boring we threw a baseball around for a while and then that doctor came by and said certainly i could trust her because of medicare for all so i told her all my secrets i'm sure she won't use them against me (laughs) you
2: guys are gonna hate me i put twilight (laughs) i got nothing the baseball scene iconic there's a doctor in that carlisle
3: what's Um, what's the right answer
2: lost in space i've never seen that one actually
0: (laughs) i don't feel bad about that one All right. Well, after round three, uh, your score is flashing up as 1350.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. I crushed it. Here's the thing. We only require 1,000 points to get us to a new sector of space. Oh, thank God. You've already done that. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Every point you get from here on in is gravy.
2: I get gravy in. Yeah, this? no,
1: we're gonna slather you in gravy. Oh, think of Nickelodeon
2: you. slime level cover. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've always fantasized about that.
1: So engineer and Spock, uh, engineer Rachel and Spock are below engineer decks. Spock? Engineer <laughs> Spock. No, if you, we let him engineer the pod, that would be bad. We no, would
0: die in an instant. Engineer
1: Rachel and Spock are below decks right now. Was that? Did I just hear the pop top on a?
2: Oh, on a. I, I don't think so. On a
1: hard sparkling water.
2: That seems wrong. That I would never. I would never do that during so a podcast
1: recording. Those, <laughs> those two are below decks, and we just occasionally we're able to see on our view screens what is going on with them. The bottom of our escape pod is slathered in gravy. Mm. They are a hundred. They're both covered in gravy delicious. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. and and it's 100% gravy down there and as soon as they open their little hatch from the bulkhead, we will all be covered in gravy. I don't know when this is going to happen, but it's going to happen. So delicious. Yeah, our final uh round today is a top 10 round and all the points you get are also gravy literally and metaphorically. Oh my
2: god, too much gra- too much gravy. No,
1: There's no never such no such yeah. thing.
2: Like jello wrestling but southern.
1: In our top 10 round, we have one question. We have 10 possible answers. Each correct answer is worth 100 points. Woo. So, according to a recent Listverse list, what are the 10 most important apps of the last decade? These are apps that were released between 2010 and 2019. We need the 10 most important apps. Of the last decade. We're going to give you a minute to think about that. Okay, okay. Why okay. don't you Why do not you do a little bit of scribbling? Um, Julia? Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about gravy.
0: All right. What do you want to talk about? Well, gravy? I just feel
1: like we are going to be covered in it very, very shortly because if you... Do you see the view screen
0: in yeah, front of you right Yeah, a little now? scared.
1: I am too. Uh, it's very strange that Spock seems to be covered in sausage gravy and Engineer Rachel is covered in red-eye gravy.
0: Is red-eye gravy the type that just, like, is creamy and goes on turkey? And then biscuit gravy is the kind that goes on, like,
1: biscuits? Biscuits. Yeah.
0: Okay. I've never heard it called red-eye gravy. Oh, you haven't? No, I just know gravy and biscuit gravy. No, it's
1: a kind of gravy that you can only get on a flight that happens overnight.
0: So that's... Okay, so when you order a red-eye, like, at Starbucks, is there secretly a shot of gravy in it?
1: I have to admit, I have not been to a Starbucks in about... 15 years. Or
0: literally any coffee shop.
1: I don't go to coffee shops. I don't drink coffee. You know I drink only PBR and Diet Wild Cherry Pepsi.
0: That is an accurate statement, actually. I've seen your house.
1: Yeah. I drink Wild Cherry Pepsi for caffeine and PBR for hydration purposes.
0: (laughs) (laughs)
2: Wow. It's basically (laughs) water. Okay. It's basically water. Let's be real. It's
1: basically (laughs) water, yeah. Spock has... He's sending texts now mm-hmm. that just say "gravy, gravy, lick, lick." And I hold
2: don't, on. I don't like that. I, need I to don't I don't like that. Is,
0: do we have an escape pod from this escape Look, pod? Like, can that, we escape this? The
1: fact that our cat can send us texts from a different part of the escape pod is really bothersome to me.
2: Technology is incredible. So instead
0: of like voice to text, it hooked up to like his mind.
1: I don't know how that works. Engineer Rachel must have made some kind of solution where Spock can text us. Cause I guess he <laughs> couldn't do that. In our early episodes, he never texted us.
0: He's evolving. Oh
1: dear God. <laughs> have you seen the Rick and Morty where they uh, where the dog uh Oh where gets my made Where are my testicles summer? <laughs> I wonder if Spock is like on that similar path.
0: <laughs> so then we just have to make him dream that he wins but that we die and then he'll feel bad and want to cancel Oh my the god operation. is that the
1: inception episode inception yeah there's a rick and morty no inception no that's episode. the end
0: of the dog episode
1: right but is is the dog episode the inception episode as well i
0: don't think so i think it's two set maybe
1: i think it actually might be where they go keep going down into the yeah. layers of the dream oh and then shit they maybe the, that the, is the, the same Kruger?
0: episode then it's been so long since i watched it oh yeah because they're not there for the dog plot line julia i
1: he might be in a layer <laughs> of a Rick and Morty dream right now. Isn't everybody though? Oh dear God, that's horrifying.
2: In all honesty, I tried to get into. I tried to watch Rick and Morty. Uh, I watched five episodes and realized it just wasn't for me. the 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 voices are inc- incredibly really annoying, well and so <laughs> no, they're really
1: well done. <laughs> I
2: just couldn't. I just couldn't do it. They're full of
1: white male energy.
2: Oh God, just chock full. And you know, I love. I love to just take that white male energy into me, Mm -hmm. have it inside me, and then immediately push it back out and (laughs) reject it it from my life. Vomitous form. Vomitous. (laughs) It is so nice.
1: I don't think we've ever said anything on the podcast uh until this very moment that was going to get us doxed like motherfucker we are going to be oh, no. smoking piles of internet ashes after this episode is well, released.
2: I just love having hot takes and so much of the so much of my hot takes are about men. And how much I'm not impressed.
0: I mean, I will admit, I love the show of Rick and Morty. I hate people who watch
2: Rick and Morty. Does mm. that make sense? Mm.
1: I watch Rick and Morty. You're, yeah, that makes you're sense. You're
2: flying too close to the sun here, pal. <laughs> you're flying real close. Those wings are a-melting. You know what? I'll stand on this. I, I, I vibe with it. <laughs>
0: all right abigail do you have the top 10 most important apps of the last decade for us i mean
2: i i got i got something i don't know if it's right go for it i got something i i got twitter uh oh no
0: surprisingly that's not on here wow r.i.p instagram um yes that is number nine pokemon yeah number six (laughs) grinder
2: Nope. I just want to say that is important for the gay community, so. It is important, but it's not one of the most important apps. <laughs> uh, Tinder. Yeah, that's number eight. Yeah. Google Maps. Uh, nope, surprisingly. Boo. I, I think
1: that may be older than a decade.
2: Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I was 15 at the start of this decade, so. <laughs> Jesus. Was I 13? I don't know.
0: Were oh, you? Was a I? We babe. Was
1: I thirty? Were you an
2: adult man when this decade started?
0: <laughs> Dear God. Oh yeah, duh, just minus ten years. Yeah, I was thirteen. Uh, f- I said Google Maps, Facebook. I think uh, that might be earlier. That's older.
2: Though.
0: That was like two thousand seven or some shit. Uh, Snapchat. Um, yes, number seven.
2: Um, find my iPhone. <laughs> I put N- in there. Useful, but no. I feel like that one is important for people <laughs> who lose their shit a lot. <laughs> And then Omegle, because I didn't have anything. Omegle. Omegle is ancient. (laughs) Yeah, that shit's old as hell.
1: All right, Abigail. Here are the 10 top most important apps of the last decade. Number 10, Uber.
2: Oh, God damn it.
1: Number nine, Instagram. Nice. Number eight, Tinder. Number seven, Snapchat. Number six, Pokemon Go. I
2: still play it to this day. Yeah, me too.
1: Number five, Candy Crush Saga. (sighs) Fucking Candy Crush. Number four, Apple Pay. Number three, Vine. Oh my God,
2: RIP Vine.
1: (laughs) Number two, this was a tough one because it was released as a separate app in 2010 before being acquired by Apple. Number two is Siri. Oh, that bitch. And (laughs) number one, FaceTime.
2: Oh, come
0: on. Boo. I disagree. Is FaceTime a separate app? I just thought that was a function
2: on an iPhone. Yeah, me too. Also, I do want to shout out my friend Winter who beat all of Candy Crush and they didn't have any more levels. And then I think they actually made new levels because she contacted them and was like, hey, I've beaten this game. (laughs) Do make more. I need more. And so she's beaten all those levels now. So who knows where... It'll go from here. Goddamn.
1: I am looking forward to the TV movie <laughs> entitled Winter colon, Portrait of Addiction.
2: <laughs> oh, tough. <laughs> Accurate, though.
1: <laughs> Julia, what is Abigail's final score today?
2: Final score 69. Is...
1: <laughs> that is correct. Sure. Yeah. 69,
0: 69. No, you have 1750.
2: Hey, better than I thought, honestly. Yeah, you did very well for yourself.
1: As always, that. all of our questions were provided by our AI supercomputer. So if you think it made a mistake, shoot us an email at Trivia Escape Pod, or give us a shout on Twitter at Trivia Escape Pod. If you've got a great idea for a round or a piece of trivia that you're dying to share, we'd love to hear from you. We are always particularly happy to have top ten questions. I think Abigail is proof uh, that we need new ones.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I would, I would like to humbly submit a category it should be uh, K- k-pop <laughs> i don't know if you've not sure if you've heard of this uh, we've never heard of that yes well it is very fun and cool and sexy and is it what all I the kids are listening it. to i think every kid yes and indeed um i would i would highly recommend i think it'd do for a great round that everyone would know mostly me but everyone would get in on <laughs>
1: Listeners, you can also send us at TriviaEscapePod at gmail.com or on Twitter at TriviaEscapePod a single question, a non-trivia question that we will ask of our guests. We will ask one question every week of our guests. And this week... Oh, I'm so excited. Our old pal Dr. Spin. Good. Our favorite guy, because he has provided some of the greatest Escape Pod songs ever composed in english or in any language they slap uh our <laughs> old pal dr spin who is at yingling on twitter asks should time travelers in the past worry about small actions that could change the present or should people in the present worry about small actions that could change the future he then notes exhales freaking huge bong rip uh so <laughs> abigail what do you think
2: well first of all i think i need to Hit a bong before I answer this properly, yeah, properly for with the correct amount of poise and, um, you know, like seriousness that it deserves.
1: I think the the corollary question is, have you done any time traveling?
2: I thought you were going to say, have you done any bong rips? And the answer (laughs) was going to be redacted. (laughs) Um, uh, I have, I have not.
1: Mama Armstrong, yes, she has done the bong
2: rips. (laughs) Oh, my mom's been known. (laughs) It's cool, man um the all the molly i did in college she does not know about sorry mom.
1: nor will she ever because your mom's not gonna listen to this podcast
2: nope she won't love you mom (laughs) um i mean i've uh, like time travel stuff i don't know here's a question would you go back in time to like fuck a younger version of yourself which is the only question that i really care about because i'm like Twenty-one-year-old Abigail could use some help. Oh, I and... thought you were gonna say like way back. I was like, that's pedophilia. Oh, no, 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 no. I just mean like a couple years. I like, see. you know, she has she's she doesn't really know things yet. <laughs> let me let me help her out. <laughs> um, I think we should all be careful of our actions in this world. Time travel shit. I mean, do whatever you want, man. What do I care? It can't really get much worse at this point in time, I feel like. So do whatever. Fuck a younger version of yourself legally. Um, and also, eh, man, eh, what what's it going to do? Make Donald Trump not president? Great. Let's do that. <laughs> Let's go back in time and have that ripple effect. Go. And then we that's how we get Brendan Fraser as president. <gasps> Listen, OK. I, I not actually, on board. I hold the phone. First of all, The Mummy is a formative lesbian experience. And I need you to acknowledge that. The mummy with Tom
1: Cruise. Yeah, Yeah, totally. Shut
2: the fuck up. (laughs) The only mummy that I will acknowledge is Brendan Fraser, who is the... Listen, the number of times that I have almost gone to get my haircut with a photo of Brendan Fraser in the mummy, it does not bear speaking of. But that perfect middle part... It flows, but it's not in his face. But it's not too short or too long. It looks like he washed it with Taco Bell grease. <laughs> I again, I can I cannot stomach any Brendan Fraser slander in this pod right Why now. Why do you think I'm in *Roasting Furry Vengeance*? Because it's a bad film, but that's not his fault. <laughs> he's a he's a cool guy. I like him. <laughs> all right um Ross what do you do? You have an answer to this what do you feel all right so uh yeah also I barely remember the intricacies of that question <laughs> so I'm so sorry to my man's at yingling
1: at yingling yeah nailed it um all right so should time travelers in the past worry about small actions that could change the present or should people in the present worry about small actions that could change the future I all I can think about right now is um an episode of futility closet which is one of my favorite podcasts where there was uh they told the story of a dude who was sort of tortured for the rest of his life because he applied to art school and he got the last spot and apparently he knew he got the last spot but the person who just missed if you say was a young painter If you say An Austrian... It was!
2: It totally was! God damn it!
1: And so, like, he walked around the rest of his life like, if only I had not applied to art school, Hitler would have gone to art school, and then we wouldn't have had...
2: Mm, There's no guarantee of that. Yeah, but
1: I think he was depressed his whole... the the entire rest of his life.
2: Hold on. Are we getting a Hitler apologist?
1: Ross... No,
2: take.
1: no i'm just saying like <laughs> i'm all about paying attention to small actions in the present although we can't know but i, I have been thinking a lot about that episode because can you imagine discovering like yeah if life had been different and i had not applied for a thing maybe we would not have had the most horrible tragedy in human history
2: I feel like that's so much to put on one person. There are so many other...
1: He was definitely playing the martyr some on that, but like, how can you not wonder? I
2: feel like there are so many little intricacies that go into every single thing that happens in life. Like, okay, Hitler doesn't get the spot in an art school. That's not the one thing that propels him to genocide. There are so many other small things, and if every single one of those small and big things didn't happen, then... Okay, maybe then it's avoided, but I feel like putting all of that on one tiny action and, and happening is way too much.
1: Well, you've clearly never seen the Ashton Kutcher film, The Butterfly Effect.
2: Uh, listen, that film fucked me up. Me too! It fucked, I watched that when I was like 10 or 12. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah, I watched that when I was like 34, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so <laughs>
2: Terrifying.
1: Uh, Julia, what do you think? Should time travelers in the past worry about small actions that could change the present, or should people in the present worry about small actions that could change the future?
0: I really kind of think this is the same question of sorts. Yeah, yeah like-,
2: like, should you, at any point in time be aware and mindful of the things that you do? I think absolutely, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And it's
0: also interesting to like reflect on past things, too. Like, if I didn't go out to Linda's Bar Trivia on a whim with Ryan's friends that I did not know super well at the time, <laughs> I would not have realized how fun Linda's Trivia is. I would not have formed my own team to go back there next week. I would not have been a regular team. I would never have met Ross and this podcast would not happen. Aww, oh, that's
2: so beautiful. I would not have had one of my best friends in the world. Yay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. I definitely think there's something to be said for mindfulness and being aware of what you do and why you do it, and...
1: Okay, hippie. Uh,
2: fuck off. It's just, it's true, though. Because, I like, you know, we can do things flippantly, and of course I do, often. But also, like, I think that caring and, like, intention is so important, and... Knowing what you're doing and why you're doing it is a huge boon to to yourself, it, like past, present or future. So, yeah, I mean, I think you should always be mindful and careful of what you do, whether you know it might affect the future or whether it's just like, you know, it, it's something that you're doing right now. And like, you don't know what's going to happen, but I would hope that the things that I do are things that I do for a reason and that that reason will be, you know, good in the long run. We'll see.
1: Well, that is more earnestness than we've ever had on the podcast. <laughs> we'll never have that level of earnestness I'm, again. I'm
2: actually a really earnest person. All of my friends will tell you. Um, <laughs> Dr. Spin, way to like get us to be deep. Yeah, shout outs to Dr. Spin slash Yingling. I don't know why that keeps tripping me up, but and, I find it funny.
1: And here's the thing. I can promise you not only did we get a great question this week from Dr. Spin, but next week... We have a new theme song from Dr. Spin. Oh, my man. So, catch us next Tuesday morning, which is Christmas Eve. And I cannot think of a better way to spend Christmas than with Dr. Spin.
2: (laughs) With Dr. Spin doing things with intention and hopefully with some kindness. We'll see.
1: Abigail, we know that you probably want to hop back in your pod, but now is I gotta our get some chance- more space, pussy. I'm so yeah, sorry. For sure, <laughs> I got a jet. Now is our chance for you to talk about anything you've got coming up that you want to let the world know about. Anything you're excited about?
2: Uh, well, I'm on Twitter at Ghost Scissoring. Um, <laughs> it's when ghosts scissor because. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> just, just to make sure. Um, I, I don't know, man. I, you know, tweet garbage a lot and I write a lot of BTS fan fiction. If you're interested in that, (laughs) I mean, hit me up. I got I got some good shit. Um, But that's about it, man. I work in a library. Read some books, you know, check out some sci fi. Ken Liu, the paper menagerie. Check it out. That's all I got. Really.
1: Julia, (laughs) what do you got coming up?
2: uh
0: i pretty much have the same old same old uh just contact me at tall sunflower tarot on instagram or facebook oh, you, if you bitch that's so accurate yeah i i i
2: i thought you knew this i thought i run a little tarot side business i i feel like i have heard tell but i did tall sunflower tarot yeah tall fl- sunflower looking ass
0: <laughs> um but yeah, so I am willing to answer any questions you may have. And I actually just had a client text me the other day being like, yo, so you gave me a reading a few weeks ago. I just want to tell you like, thank you again. It's actually helped me a lot. Um, so so awesome. like I had someone like individually text me be like, thank you.
1: I have had your readings and they are the best. I Like they're, it's one of my favorite things to do. Uh, I always feel better when you read the cards for me.
0: Yay. And I did a, I did like a one for myself recently. It wasn't like a full reading. I just kind of asked the question like, is there anyone actually out there like watching out for me? Is there kind of anyone guiding over me? And so I pulled a card and like by textbook definition, this card doesn't equate to that, but it shows a reflection. It shows a deer looking in a pond and like a reflection of the deer like perfectly. So I'm like, oh, cool. So like mirror image, someone is always there with me. That's really cool. So then I was
2: like, "Hell yeah, someone's out there!" Hey, that's beautiful.
1: Well, I want to plug a thing I'm super excited about. Uh, I because I just sent this off to the printer. There is a book coming out from Bull City Press in February, and I want everybody to go pre-order it. It's by Marlin M. Jenkins. It's called "Capable Monsters," and it is a book of poems in which the poet sort of explores the Pokédex as a metaphor for his own becoming as a person and it is the most amazing oh it's so good and the ways in which the pokemon sort of illustrate some facet of his life it is utterly spectacular i'm so excited about this book uh it comes out in february so uh hit up bullcitypress.com and look for capable monsters by marlon m jenkins
2: you know how i feel about monsters they they have a lot to to show Abigail, us about our inner beings i think is it safe to assume that you've played monster prom uh i have maybe maybe so okay don't call me out well, but yes we'll talk about that later um oh although i did want to say um i mean i haven't like published it anywhere but i have written a story about taxidermy you were talking about at the very beginning yeah. of the of the podcast uh it is a horror story Good. because taxidermy is terrifying but I grew up around a lot of deer heads and I uh, made some very intense connections with those deer heads <laughs> as a small as babe. did Jack white <laughs> as do we all I feel um but I don't know maybe I'll publish it someday we'll see
1: fair enough well we are running low on oxygen so Abigail we're <laughs> gonna get you back into your pod. And thank you so much for being here. We loved having you.
2: This was great. I loved it.
1: And we will see you on Tuesday night and every Tuesday night thereafter at Linda's Bar and Grill at (laughs) 8 p.m. in Chapel Hill. So thank you so much for coming out. And there she goes through the (laughs) airlock. And Julia, it seems like now's a good time for us to hop back into stasis.
0: All right. Uh, Good night, folks. And the next time we see you, it will be a Merry Christmas.